What's up, everybody? Rizzo here. Yo, it's Will Bain. I'm out here. You guys are now checking into What's Really Good, where we listen to, review, and tell you what's really, really good in hip-hop today so that you don't have to shift through all the trash yourself. Remember, this show is strictly about the music, so all the leftover headlines you can leave to the culture vultures. This week on the show, we'll be discussing Nipsey Hussle's Victory Lap. We'll also be discussing the deluxe edition of G Herbo's Humble Beast, and we'll close the show out with our top songs of the week. Yo, we're in the library now, so we gotta use our inside voices. The librarians are breathing down our neck. Yeah, they yelled at us last week. Yeah, they just want to go home. Yeah. I mean, I can't blame them. You know, they work in a library. We do hip-hop for a living. Um, All right, so, uh, Nipsey Hussle, Victory Lap. Some background on this release. Uh, This album title, specifically, and the album has been promoted... Been promoted has been promoted for so many years. It's been promoted since like 2011 after the release of the Marathon Continues tape. Um, just being totally honest, I am a full blown Marathon member. I'm an unabashed, huge Nipsey Hustle fan. I have been since I first heard the Marathon mixtape. Um, this might hurt my credibility on the review a little bit, but I don't really care because don't just, listen to anything he says, man. Pre- pretty much everything I say. Doesn't mean anything except for the fact I'm just like a huge fan of this guy. Um, in terms of Nip, though, I like trying to be as objective as I can. He always had crazy potential as an artist. He was always a very well-rounded hip-hop artist. He was a good lyricist. His beat selection was very good. He was West Coast, but he still like kept it original and kept it to his own team. And he also like I think the dopest part of him is his message. I think his message and what he's trying to say and what he's trying to get across in his music and outside of his music with his like you know his business ventures and all the other stuff he does. He um, it's just super dope to me. Um, again, full fledged marathon member. I believe in this guy so much. He's one of the very few artists. Um, many of which, Chill, yo, just review the album, man. <laughs> many of which have hired... He's not sitting here at the table. Look, I, I'm a huge fan. I, I can't even front. So a lot of these guys that I have in such, like, the same stature I hold Nip in have a lot higher place in the game. And to be honest, some people would think that maybe he has underachieved. I've heard that before, but I think it's just everything that he's done has been stepping stones to get to where he is right now. I have blind faith in this guy, so I had sky-high expectations for this album. All right, let's get into it. Flick it up. All right, let's get into it. The first song on this album is called Victory Lap. What do you think? Oh, man, Victory Lap featuring Stacey Barth. This beat is crazy ridiculous. There's so many elements to it. There's the sample, the keys, the drums, backing vocals. The sound evolves all the way through. Like The beat is different from the first verse to the chorus, and then it switches up again in the second verse. It goes back to the chorus, and then it switches up again in the outro, and it just lets it play out with the background vocals. And Stacey Barth, her vocals are really nice on this. I like the, um, the aesthetic it completes. Um, his lyricism is strong. It's very confident. He talks a lot about, um, you know, basically the like the struggle and getting out the streets. Yeah, this song is real introspective. I think um, it's talking about how his come up, um, but he's still like confident in there, right? Yeah, very con- very confident because I think he just knows like the risks he took and everything that he 
went through. And it's like, and leading up to the album, he said that it's a collection of stories and it's really like the fact that he's even here is like unbelievable. And this track kind of conveys that message a lot. Um, the two, ver all it was two verses, but it was plenty of rap on it. Um, this track is a masterful track, honestly. Um, five out of five for me. Yeah, I'm gonna give this a three out of five. Um, <laughs> it's you know, it's, it's nothing special to me. <laughs> Listen, I'm sitting across from the world's biggest Nipsey Hustle fan. Oh, so come on, man. Um, he's a little biased. Oh. Five out of five to me means an absolute classic. Yeah, this, this is not this, it. This is the way you start off an album, man. It's a good way to start the album, but uh, solid, but not the best. Three out of five. Let's move on. His next song is called Million While You Young. He is What do you say about the next one? Never mind. The next song is called Rap Niggas. All right. Two for two on the five-star instrumental so far. The first thing, this was the first single that uh, made it to the album, or the first one that he like promoted as the first single. Um, he announced this back when he announced the album release date back in November. Um, this song made my top 10 instrumentals of 2017 when I put the list out at the end of the year. Fire instrumental, crazy West Coast banger. Um, the lyrics are very braggadocious and they're very feeling based. It's not really lyrical track. It's not really his best lyrical performance. But the hook is all right in terms of the song value, but it kind of is like a common street, like a common gangster rapper theme. It's not really anything special in terms of the content other than just like the feeling you get from it. So what do you rate this one? Four out of five. Four Solid five. four out of five. It's a good song, but he can do better for sure. Yeah, I gave him a 3.8 out of five. Uh, beat is crazy. It's like very West Coast to me. Um, pure head nodder. Like, I'm banging my head on that. But lyrically, it's nothing really. Um, but Nipsey somehow, he, he doesn't make it sound stupid. But uh, it's nothing. It's, he just repeats the same thing over and over again. Yeah, a little repetitive for sure. Yeah, so the, beat, the beat, though, the beat, the beat is carries special. This, this so is I, a special beat. I gave it a 3.8 out of 5. So what's next? All right, next song, Last Time That I Checked, Two C's, Crip Appropriate, featuring YG. Um, another crazy instrumental, three for three, on like the five-star instrumentals on this album so far. Very, very West Coast. This one's more up-tempo. It's a little bit more, it's very energetic, kind of like the last track. Um, just fire instrumental, honestly. Just super West Coast. It's I agree. Some, it's something that you don't really hear that often in modern hip-hop, but... Um, it works, especially for these two artists, like as West Coast as you can get. Um, the lyrics lay down a lot of game. It's also confident. It's kind of like a Jay-Z song or like a Jeezy song or like in the way that he like uh, just puts down knowledge all the way through. Uh, even YG, YG references like the game that Nip has given him over the years in his verse. So he's like bigging him up on his own song. That like never happens. Rappers never do that because they're trying to outdo each other all the time. And YG Well, well just, that's the West Coast love out there. Yeah, YG just straight up just gave him props all the way, all the way through. Um, the hook is infectious. It's very confident as well. And it has a, like, it's like an anthem. Like this song is like the anthem track for the album. I think this song probably would have been a better like first single than the last track. But 
it was a single. It was promoted as a single later on. I think he could have, like, if he came with this first, I think people would have got, like, I think it would have been a better promotion tactic. But as far as rating, five out of five. This is fire. This is a four out of five. It's a summer track. It's a great track. This is pure, like, West Coast bops, man. This is, like, this is what you expect when you come from, when you listen to a West Coast album. And YG, man, he's on here. Yeah, YG. He I love YG. Thing. Yeah, YG is dope. Um, but once again, I think, I don't know, Nipsey came a little harder on the lyrics on this one than the last song. But, Definitely. Uh, the beat, again, still carries it. This is pure West Coast. I love it. Four out of five. Mm. Yo, the next song is called Young Nigga. With Puff. Puff Daddy on Puff. this, too. Yeah, right. Uh, the beat. Uh, Party Next Door sample in the beginning. I think he samples West District. Um, later evolves into something totally different altogether. It kind of has like the Drake underwater effect a little bit. Uh, different kind of style of beat than the last two. It's a nice change of pace, but um, it doesn't. Sa- it's like it's not out of place. You know, it's still very, very dope. Excellent instrumental. Yeah, four, f- four for four on the instrumentals, man. So with, far. Yeah. So beat wise, the song is darker, and I think it's like more spaced out. Yeah. A little more dreamier, but I love. This is like, for me, this is like one of the best songs on this album for me. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Lyrics, uh, ly- very dense lyrically. He references a lot of stuff. He talks about, you know, his, again, he talks about his upbringing. He has a lot of detail in this. He, uh, you know, he talks about how, um, you know, decision, like how, like he grew up in a house, there was no love in it. And then it drove him to, uh, you know, some of the bad decisions he made on the way up. And he also talks about, um, he also talks about his brother, like, losing $100,000 in the verse. It was, like, a very specific t- story. He also talks about – he names every single member of his team by name in the song about how shout out, shout out. how that he can – how they all can relate to his struggle because they were all there with him. Um, and the and the song fit and the hook fits the song perfectly. There's a lot of emotion. Even the mel even like Nip Nip is not a good melodic artist. He never that's never been one of his strong suits. But it works for him at the end. Um, the only thing that I didn't like about this is that like I thought Diddy would have came a little bit harder. Like he kind of just like says a few things, but it's not anything crazy. What'd you think? Well, what are you gonna expect from like a billionaire? He's just doing this. For yeah, fun, he's so. yeah, he's not a uh, he's he don't got the hunger like he did yeah, back with uh, like back with Bad Boy. But uh, four and a half out of five. Right yeah, I, I gave this a four point three out of five. Real precise, real scientific. Um, I like this beat. The beat was probably I think one of my favorites on the album. Um, and verse wise, and flow wise, and in um, tone, he, this was just hardest. I think he came on the album just like. Bar after bar. Yeah, one of the best verse, like one of the best, because it's just one verse. It's yeah. one whole verse for the whole song. But yeah. yeah, this is definitely like top three verses on the on the tape for yeah, sure, or on the album. And the best lyric, he says, he doesn't need an ID when he goes to his bank. Yeah, because he's got a whole team at his yeah. bank. So uh, we're good with the 4.3 out of 5. And he's not lying either. Independent. All right, next track, track five, Dedication with King Kendrick Lamar. Um, the beat, five for five on the five star instrumentals. Nip's production on this album is ridiculous so far. Uh, West, he goes back to the West Coast stylistics. 
Um, it's got a little bit of bounce to it. I really like the bells and the backing vocals. I think James, I think, I don't know, it's not credited, but I think it's James Fauntleroy on the backing vocals who, you know, has had his hand in a lot of not only just West Coast hits, but just a lot of, uh, like, contemporary good hip-hop in the last five, ten years. Yeah. Um, nip, awesome. Like, okay, maybe it's not, like, super, super lyrical, even though it is lyrical, but it might not be, like... Ken, Kendrick killed him on this lyrically. I disagree, um, actually. I disagree. I, I think why? I think Nip definitely holds his own with Kendrick on this. Nip's first verse is, I think, better than Kendrick's verse. Because he talks about... He's like, very, again, he's very specific about what he says. He says he, you know... Like, he says he knows he's a genius, but he can't claim it. Because they left him no platforms to explain it. I felt that line, man. That line was like crazy. Like especially when you tie in like, uh, you know, systemic racism and stuff like that. And like, cause he's a direct victim of it. Not saying Kendrick's not, but he referenced it specifically. And the hook fits the song perfectly. It drives home the message. So much emotion in it. Uh, even um, again, uh, Nip goes melodic on the hook again and it also works for him his melody skills has definitely improved on this album for sure so far even though it's like been a small sample size five out of five definitely this is a four out of five track um kendrick you know kendrick always comes strong most of the time on features he's pretty reliable and i think nipsey came with a lot of emotion on this one too man he came with conviction um Beat wise, it's nothing, nothing crazy. Um, uh, James, if it is James Fauntleroy, I think it is. I'm, yeah. I can't confirm that. It, sound, it kind of sounds like him, but he's always he's pretty. He's a legend. Uh, he's pretty good, man. Yeah, cocaine eighties. Um, yeah, so he's well known in the industry. Um, if you're not keyed in like us into the industry, you may not you know realize who he is. But he's he's been on pretty big songs. Um, yeah, I give this a four out of five. All right, Blue Laces 2. Um, obviously, this song is a sequel to uh, one of his songs that he put out on the marathon. This is one of, I think, his best song. Well, the original Blue Laces is one of his best songs that he's ever put out. Um, I'm not the only one that has that opinion. I think most people that are like, you know, that know Nip know that that song is one of his best. Um, in terms of the instrumental, it's got the same sample as the original Blue Laces. Same sample. Off the marathon. But it's more so it's more soulful. I think it's the same producer that produced the original one too. It's a little bit more soulful and they added an extra sample and they got like the organs on it. Just I think he just like this is how a sequel song yeah, should be done. This is a great this is a great song. The beat is this is the best beat on the album to me. This is And that's saying a lot. Yeah. This is uh I probably I might agree with that this actually. Is, this is professional. This is like all I can describe it as professional. This is as solid as it gets. Man. Yeah, and like it's a sequel too, because you never like you know they say sequels is not as good as the original. This is just as good, if not better, than the original. Um, lyrics. This again, also another. Um, this is probably one of his best lyrical performances. Again, on the album, um, all three verses. I think every verse just gets better. I think the first verse is amazing, and then it just gets better and better, especially at the end of it. The third verse is really crazy. He yeah. tells, like, a very vivid story about, like, a gang fight that he was in, and his friend getting shot, and he talks about, like, how he took him to the hospital, and it was, like, you could paint... He paints a picture. It's, like, you were, like, really there. Yeah. 
um, vivid street story. There's not, there's no hook because this is the easy five out of five, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> let's just cut to the kid chase. This is a five out of five. Yeah. Uh, go listen to it. Go listen to it. There's not really much else to say. There's no hook for it because the beat like is just in, like impeccable. Yeah. So the beat sample kind of carries the hook. Yeah, amazing performance. Nice job. All right, next track, track seven, hustle and motivate. Okay, let's just start off with the instrumental, the Jay-Z Hard Knock Life sample, down tempo. It's got heavy bass, uh, different sounds, vocal samples and built on top of it. But um, obvi- like again, five out of five instrumental. I think this is seven in a row. This is just like, this is like, this is more than just a heat check. Like he just, he knows he's, he's shooting in the ocean right now. Everything that he's doing instrumental wise is going, is splashing. All right. Five out of five instrumental. Like it's getting redundant. Four out of five instrumental. It's getting redundant for me. It's just every instrumental on this has been five out of five so far. Um, the lyrics, uh, references upbringing again. He kind of has a slower flow on this. Um, for the most part, kind of has to go with the beat and how it's more down tempo, I guess. Talks about like the lack of options and how he like really didn't have a choice to do what he did. Um, lays down some good lines, some good game in there. Um, the hook, the hook is interesting to me because the hook is done by like an unknown artist. He said, I saw in an interview, he said that he got like, he called one of his homegirls like that he knew from way back in the day to do the hook for this song. And she brought some random dude to the studio and Nip got mad because he doesn't like random people around in a studio. And yeah. he just let this guy go in and lay something down and it ended up being the final cut for the hook. So, I mean, the guy that wasn't invited, at least good thing Nip was nice enough to let him stay and lay it down. Uh, five out of five song. Again, like, come on, man. This guy can't miss. Well, this is a four out of five song. I'm not... For me, a five out of five has been absolute classic yeah. song. Yeah, and he's got a couple of those so far on the album. Well, this one if he was listening. This one isn't one. Uh, but it's a four out of five, which means it's really good. Uh, the beat for me is not as dynamic as the last beat um, in terms of just production-wise. Um, it's a little simpler in sound, and it's, uh, it's repetitive also. Um, but repetitive in not a good way. Um, um, what else? Chorus? Could be better than me. Uh, but thing is, Nipsey goes in on this song. I, I believe he goes in. Um, like he, he surprised me on his rapping for this. I'm, I might have just forgotten. I haven't listened to him in a while. I forgot. He can rap, man. He always he knew how to rap. He always knew how to rap. Yeah, he's got these inspirational lyrics about coming up that just make you want to work harder. Yeah, and be better. So and his delivery is good. So and his delivery is like, good. You so can feel it. Yeah, I'm giving this a four out of five. Because the Nipsey's raps on here. Man, no five out of five so far. Jeez, man. I gave you one on the last track. Oh, God. All right, next song, Status Symbol 3, featuring Buddy. Um, all right. I can't give him a five out of five instrumental for this one. This is Broken Streak at seven. He hit seven trays in a row. Um, he was going for the record. He didn't quite make it. Um Beat's pretty dope. I mean, it's not bad. It's got a lot going on like every other instrumental, but it just didn't knock as hard as the rest of them. Um, Nip's got good verses on this. He's This is one of his better rap performances. Um, 
a lot of substance in his bars. He's everything. Uh, I mean, he just kind of keeps the same narrative, but yeah. the narrative it never really gets old. Like it's I come on up. I can't. I can't. St- like it's not like you're gonna stop listening to it. It's not like stuff that's like it's redundant. a good formula to rap about. Yeah, it's not just like you know someone just rapping about getting high and fucking bitches all the time. You know, this is like actually stuff that you can listen to over and over again, and it always makes sense. Um, Thing I didn't really like about this song, Buddy. I like Buddy as an artist. I've heard a couple of Buddy's songs before. I like some of his performances. Uh, he's got a song called Shine that I think is incredible. And his performance on the previous status symbol was better than the one on this one. This one, I think he just like, he tried to do too much with the hook. It's too long, it's too repetitive. It just, and it like appeared in the song too much. Um, in terms of his talent, I think I just held him to a little bit higher of a standard. So. Um, this is one like his feature is one of like the worst parts of the album for me, unfortunately. So, with all that said, three and a half out of five. This song is a. This is gonna be a short review because this song is totally forgettable in my mind. Just nothing, nothing special. Buddy didn't bring much to it. I do like Buddy though. He had a good. Check out his last. I think his last EP or album. He did I, a couple collab ones. The Buddy EP. Good. I don't know, but that was pretty good. Um, but in terms of this song and the flow of the album, it's just forgettable amongst all the other ones. Um, beat is all right. It's a little, you know, it's a little, um, uh, it's a lighter beat, uh, pop beat, not pop, um, but it's just, there's some bounce to it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's not, and it's not like the same standard as like the rest of them. It's a three out of five. All right, track nine, Sucker Proof with two C's, no K, Crip Appropriate, again. Um, back to the insane, insane instrumental. This beat is the hardest knocking beat on the album so far. It's so wrong. No, this beat is insane. And and he has the craziest inter- like instrumental break, like where the bridge is at. Like it switches up and then it like goes all the way down with the drums. And then it comes back up and it's just like it's fast paced. It's it's great. It's awesome. I made this beat in 2014 sitting on the couch in, in college. That is fake news. Fake news. He's not even from the West Coast. He's not making no beat like this. I made this. Nah. It's simple. It's easy. Okay. But um, lyricism, um, it's definitely more feeling-based. There's not really too much bars on this song. It's only like two short verses, but he's like yelling at the top of his lungs on both of the verses he's just like because this beat i think this beat just turned into turned him to an animal it was just yeah more feel based on the content the hook is the hook is good it's got like the scratch going along with it fits the song really well it's very very aggressive and i like the jamaican interlude the jamaican interlude i thought like was really like a nice touch to the song um and as well as the bridge uh, four and a half out of five. The only reason I'm not giving it a five is because Nip can rap better than this lyrically. This is a two out of five. Boom. Um, uh, if you're going to take 35 seconds to get to the first verse, it better be good. And this verse is not that good. Yeah, but the beat, though. Also, the beat is very generic. Nah. And, and the drums nah. are so... They're so I've heard these drums on every other song. Man. Nah, these drums are not that. Yeah, but this whoever was playing them was playing them crazy. And everything behind in the backing of the song is just nothing special. This is a two out of five. Nah, throw it out. Nah, Shouldn't absolutely not. No, Awful. keep doing it. Next, Next song. No. Oh.
I got you, Nip. All right, track 10, Keys to the City 2 featuring T-Fly. Um, the beat in the beginning is pretty good. It's got like two beats going on. It's not like, again, it's kind of like the status symbol three beat, like the first beat is at least. It's just not at the same standard as the rest of these beats on the rest of the album. But the beat switch is better. I like the beat at the very end of the song. It's only on there for like 50 seconds or something, but it, I thought it was much better. I thought that he could have just went with that beat for the whole thing. Um at the end? Yeah, at the end, at the end. The T-Fly verse is just, I like, I don't think it belonged on this album, especially with, with all the quality verses that are on here. Like, this was just not even close to the same standard that Nip has established so far. Nip had good verses. Like, he brought T-Fly Of course you think up. Nip had good verses. No, he does. He always has. He, he's had good verses on the whole album, except for maybe, like, Sucker proof. But other than that, he's had good verses on every song on this. Similar content, but again, not tired of it yet. Um, like the type of rap that he does doesn't really get old. Um, the hook is a little bit disappointing. Um, I thought that T, like when I saw the T Fly feature, I thought he would be on the hook because he's more of a singer, but he kind of like did like this melodic rap verse and it was just, I don't know, wasn't feeling it. Um, what do you give it? Three and a half out of five. I give this a. What do I give this? I think this is a 4.2 out of 5. I really like this song. Wow, I think this is the first time... This is a breakthrough. You rated... The, this is the first time you rated a song higher than me on this album so far. Yeah, and the eighth time I'm right on the rating. Nah, um, non-marathon member here. Don't listen to him. So, what do I like about this song? I like... Nipsey Hussle is going in once again on this song, which is surprising. Or maybe I just forgot. Not surprising. You're just not listening. I just haven't been listening like I'm supposed to. But I think I'm listening with the... A non-biased ear. Um, what else? The beat. Love the beat. Love it. It's um, keeps you engaged. Excuse me. <clears throat> keeps you engaged, and uh, it just knocks hard. You can tell if you listen to this thing in the car, you're gonna be driving off the road and flying, flying away <laughs> into your destination before anyone else. Odoro rules. Yeah. So. <laughs> In the outro, I love the outro and the beat switch. I think that should have been right, wrote out a little bit more. But yeah, I guess it's a 4.2 out of 5. Good song. Mm. All right, next track, Grinding All My Life. Um, This song came out a little while ago. It wasn't promoted as a first single, but I remember this song came out like mid-2017. So... I already like knew this song. I thought like it's a pretty good song. It's a pretty good song. It's a good beat. It's not insane. Um, it wasn't billed as an album track when it was released, so I'm kind of surprised it was on the album. Uh, verses aren't overly lyrical, but he switches up his delivery in each of the verses for more of a matter-of-fact kind of tone to more impassioned. He goes matter-of-fact, impassioned, matter-of-fact, impassioned. He switches up his delivery a little bit, which is nice because he doesn't re- usually do that too often. Um, so far in the album, at least. Uh, the hook is pretty catchy. I like the ad-libs. He's just like, whoa. <laughs> grinding all my life. I've been grinding all my life. Whoa. I love that whoa ad-lib. That was like, Nip is not really known for his ad-libs, but that one, that one was pretty good. I like that one. Um, overall rating, four out of five. Good song. Here's the thing. How many times has Nip talked about grinding? A lot of times. A lot of times. So after a while, it gets a little old. But when he starts to be repetitive on the same song, grinding all my life, all my life. It's pretty catchy. He does that for the whole, like, a lot of this song, it just gets a little old to me. 
The beat to me is nothing special, but it's not terrible. It's, you know, solid. So I'm just going to give it a solid grade of a three out of five. Mm. Very logical, very scientific. You can't debate that. Yeah, it's a good, it's, it's better than a three. It's better than average. It's, it's a good song. It's a good song. Non-biased. All right, next song. Track 12, Million While You Young, featuring the Dream. Uh, this beat is like a Maybach. This is like something that was like a Maybach music type beat. This is like a Ross throwaway or something. Very luxurious feel to it. It's not really West Coast influence, and it has like it like evolves a little bit more towards the end. Really dope instrumental. Back to, you know, back to the standard that he set like when he rattled off seven straight in the beginning. Um, the verses give a lot of game about how he got to the point where he's at, despite all the obstacles. He also talks about his obstacles. And this song he talks about more. This, I think, is his most like business-savvy song in terms of like what he says in the song. I think he gives a lot of good advice in terms of uh, just making money and like what you can do to like build generational wealth, which I thought was a dope message. Again, I mean, he's been about that message, but this, I think he like exemplified it a lot more than he has so far because most of the songs has just been about more about his come up and stuff. But this, he's actually given like good financial advice. Um, what do you think of the dream? The dream, good backing vocals. I thought his vocals on the hook and on the verse, I think he could have came harder on that. But the backing vocals are good. I don't know. The Dream is just like such a good songwriter. I thought he kind of underperformed a little bit on this one, to be totally honest. But in terms of like overall songwriting, four out of five. Good song. Yeah, I gave this a four out of five also. Um, Layback vibe. I give it, you're right about the Maybach music. I give, I was think, trying to think of something that the beat sound like. I said like 2012 Wiz Khalifa, but I think that you're, this is a more accurate sound. Uh, Love the Layback beat. It's another summertime vibe, West Coast type of thing. Yeah, this is like self-made too, Maybach music. He actually gives like advice on how to like get money, man. It's, he says, avoid girls, uh, take focus, and save your money, man. That's good advice. Very good advice I for anybody. Four out of five. Yeah, four out of five. Good song. All right, next track, track 13, Loaded Bases with C. Low Green. The beat is also like a little bit Maybach music-esque. It's a little bit more soulful. Um, I like the backing vocal sample. The drums are a little bit heavier. Um, it's more of something. It sounds kind of like, uh, what song is that? It's on Deeper Than Oh, Tears of Joy. It sounds a little bit like Tears of Joy by Rick Ross, I think, the beat. And because, I guess, I mean, I made the comparison too because CeeLo is also on that song. Um the verses are very reflective of his life. He talks about, you know, in in the streets, it's kind of like similar content to what has been going on as well. Um, especially like the second verse. I thought the second verse was one of his best verses on on the project. Again, um, he has like, he had like an epiphany. He talks about like when he was like sitting on his car and he realized, hey, you know, I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna like be at the successful level I want if I keep doing what I'm doing. I'm either gonna be dead or in jail. And he just like had that epiphany the one day, and then that was the day he decided to pursue music full time. And you know, I thought it was that's a hell of a decision that he made, and it paid off. You know, it took a long this time. This is a but, very inspirational song. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you gave it. What's your rating on this? Four and a half out of five. Yeah, I gave it a four out of five. It's a good song. I like CeeLo in it. He it provides yeah. a like a great layer of 
his voice is he's still got it, you know. Yeah, see, look, definitely good hook, don't, good hook for sure. I mean, good I don't, hook, good beat. I don't know. I don't know if it's like CeeLo's best. I think he could have like been a little bit more soulful on it. Maybe given like even a little bit longer of a hook, only because you know it's CeeLo. He's a legend. He's Dungeon Family. But over four and a half out of five, I'm not hating on it at all. Yeah, it's a good another very good song. good song. Very good song. Yeah. All right, final track. Aside from the bonus tracks, I guess this was supposed to be meant for the outro of the album. Real Big featuring Marsha Ambrosius, formerly of Flowetry. Um, the beat is, this is one of the best beats on the entire tape. The beat is absolutely incredible. It's simple in the beginning, but it evolves in the middle. It's got the guitars and stuff. And Another then, basic beat. Nah, get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. The beat, like the guitars in the middle, and then even at the end, it goes back to the bigger than life sample or the road to, and also had it on Road to Riches too on the marathon and uh, TMC. So it was a nice, like, throwback touch at the end. Like, for the real fans, unlike the basic fans that think that this beat is like nothing special, even though it evolves like four times. But whatever. Not for everybody, I guess. Uh, verses aren't super lyrical, but like I think this is like the most like emotional he got on the song, like in terms of his delivery. Um, I just like I felt his lines, you know. He was just like, uh, like the full circle of emotions. Like it was like some, like it, you could tell that this was like his triumph song. This was like the victory lap song. Like it was like the he's running the victory lap, and this is like the theme music for the actual victory lap that he was running. The hook is really good, and again, Nip is Nip is singing on this, and it was and it was still excellent. Uh, I like the talk box effect um, in the background vocals. Marsha kills the bridge, uh, gives another dimension to the song entirely. You're wrong. You're wrong. Not even close. You're wrong. This song is incredible, amazing, amazing closing track. Closed it out just as good as he opened it. Five out of five. If I could give it higher than a five, right. I would have. All right, it's over. Um, this song, this is a three out of five. Um, Wrong answer. It's, an, it's a song. That's it. It's a song to me. Nothing's gonna, I'm not gonna draw any inspiration from it. Oh, get the out of here. The beat is just uh, not a, not Marshall a Ambrosia, She's all right, but not on this. No, wrong. Uh, not a marathon also, member. He didn't really say anything. Um, three out of five, and I'm giving, I'm being generous with it. Nah, I've get you've been hearing my reviews. I've given out fives. I've given out four point twos. He gave out this one is five. A three point, a, this is a three out of five. Nah, he gave I out one five. I know what I'm talking about. Nah, non marathon member. All right, track 15, first bonus track, uh, Double Up with Dom, Cam- Dom Kennedy and Belly. Um, the, beat, the beat is relatively simple compared to the other songs, just in terms of like a stripped-down perspective, but that's not a bad, like, it's not, that's not a knock on it. It's still a very good beat. Um, it works for the verses, especially for Nip, because Nip gets into, like, he goes into great detail on his verse. Nip's verse is definitely better than Dom's. Um, Talks in detail about the streets again, but different detail this time. And um, one of the best on the album. I say like this is like a top three nip verse on the entire album. Um, the hook is good. I barely even recognized that this was Belly. Like I didn't even know it was him. I never heard Belly make a delivery like this before. I didn't recognize it was Belly either. Like, uh, but still good nonetheless. I'm not again, not hating on it at all. Um, Good song, good song. Four out of five. 
Belly. Nip. Dom Kennedy. That's a good combo. I actually like Dom Kennedy's verse on this. He's pretty I, good. I liked it too, but Nip's, I think this was like one of Nip's top verses. So it's like when Nip is at his best, Dom cannot, he can't yeah, rap with I mean, Nip. No way, but you know, when, when you have the ex- expectations for Dom over the last few years, they yeah. weren't like they were over the. Like, that is true. Dom has kind of been throwing up some duds lately, but so, this was like a nice. Yeah, so this is all down. right. Uh, for Dom, this was pretty good. Um, for me, slower beat, nothing crazy. Um, I already forgot about it. It's a three out of five. And that's Dom and Nip. All right, final track, second bonus track, Right Hand to God. Um, beat, amazing sample in the beginning. Uh, builds all the way up to the trumpet and the organ bridge where the hook would be. Like the beat kind of does the talking for the hook, even though Nip says, I got my right hand to God. Um, the lyrics, it's more lighthearted on this song, I think, than every other song. It's more of a... I agree. Like, it's more, it's more like, it's lighthearted flexes almost for the most part when it comes to his like current lifestyle. But he always thanks God. He met, thanks the man upstairs for it because he knows, you know, from other tracks what it could have been if he decided like not to pursue music in the fullest extent. Um, and it could have turned out much worse for him. Uh, the trumpet solo and like him thanking God for his success on the, like on the hook with the backing vocals. Uh, complete this song as uh, an excellent song. Four and a half out of five. Yeah, I give this a four out of five. It's not a bad song. Um, it's a good way. This is, should have been the true ending. It's a bonus track, but I think this is a better ending than the uh, Marsha Ambrosia song. <clears throat> um, strong beat, good bass. I like the horns on it. Um, and it's more, it's the final track where he's boasting about his lifestyle. Yeah, this one's like very like, yeah. it's like not as serious. He kind of just like lets loose on this. Yeah. Like kind of just typical rapper stuff. I, I like when he sounds like this. This is my favorite. He's like, very relaxed. This is my favorite nip when he sounds like this. He's very comfortable on this. So 3.5 out of 5. All right, album strengths. Um, This album is one of the best produced albums I've heard in years. Top production, top, top hip-hop production. This is exactly what you, like, this is the standard, I think. Nip set the standard, not even just for West Coast hip-hop, but for hip-hop that hasn't been met in a long time. And so many of these beats are just five out of five instrumentals, top-notch instrumentals, like, breathtaking. Can't reiterate that enough. This is, like, like Mike and Keys, um... Who else was the main... Uh, 1500 or nothing. Those guys produced the majority of the album. Incredible work by those guys. You know, I got to tip my hat and give them all the credit because they deserve all of it. They, like, they set the bar. again, Or, yeah, definitely set the bar with this production. Um, Nip goes into greater de- detail with his lyrics than he ever has before. He has improved as a storyteller and as a lyricist. You know, some people forgot that he was a lyricist. I'm not going to name names, even if it's my co-host. Name names. But um, his rhyme schemes are better, um, and his, like, delivery is just as good as it's ever been. He, never, he like, obviously never lost his passion for rap. Um, and he's better on his melody as well. So he pretty much made a across-the-board improvement just as a, as a rapper, you know, um, just at the technical side. 
And there's no bad songs on this. None. Despite what you think about Sucker Proof, there's no bad songs on this. And there's many five out of five classic potential songs on this. What's Top your rating, man? Notch quality hip hop. Overall hit rating 4.7 out of 5. Doesn't really get much better than this. The only reason I took off points is because I thought I expected more from the Diddy feature and I didn't really like the Buddy and the T Fly features. That's, so that's so it. Those this are the only a, things that was, I didn't classic. like. Yeah, definitely, definitely potential later down the line to be a classic hip hop album. And I think a lot of people would agree with me there. Okay. Um, potential to be a classic. Who knows that's up in the air? But now this is a it's a solid output. Um, ain't nothing better than solid. Marshawn Lynch said that. Ain't nothing better than solid. Um, but it's not to me in my eyes not one of those instant classics. Those feelings when you get an instant classic. But there are some the production on this uh, album. There are some highlights. Some highlights. But there are very minimal lowlights. What I'm saying is there's a lot of in between in there. Um, which isn't a bad thing, but it's nothing special at some points. Um, but where it was a highlight, there's some all-time highlights in there. I'm not going to take that away from um, Highlights include, uh, what's the one track? Blue Laces 2. Blue Laces 2 was the highlight for me. Uh, that's going to be stuck on my iPhone for a while. I'm going to be playing that all the time. Uh, Keys, I love Keys to the City and Hustle and Motivate. Those are going to be, oh, and Young Nigga. And I'm going to just keep playing those and seeing where they take me. But other than that, there's some forgettable songs in there. I already forgot a few of them. Um, uh, so overall, I'm just going to say it's a... So I didn't give it a rating. I'm going to give you a live rating right now. Live it's a special. Rating. Better be over a four. <laughs> I'm going to give this uh, four being very good. Three being good. Two being fair. One being terrible. It's not a one. It's not a two. It's not a three. This song, this album is a 3.89. Oh, you bugging. You had to at least give it a four. I think he, that, he's hating a little bit. I think <laughs> if you don't give it at least just a solid four. Come on, man. All right, yeah. But like I said, this, basically a four. this album is going to go down as a classic album in years' time. Almost every song has high replay value, great substance in terms of content, quintessential hip-hop listening. This is an album that you need to purchase if you are a hip-hop fan, in my opinion as a marathon member. Um, he lived up to all the expectations that he did for this album. I'm going to reiterate it again. 4.7 out of 5. Doesn't really get too much better than this. Wrong. Marathon continues. All right. Next thing we're going to review, we're going to review the deluxe edition of G Herbo's Humble Beast album. It's a re-release. It has all the songs in the original release. Um, from last fall. I thought the original release was a very, very good debut album. It was number 16 on my top 20 rap albums list of last year. Um, he has a very high potential as a rapper, just just a rapper. His like technical skill, his great storytelling. Um, just sometimes he trips over his words and his flow at times, but he's very young. He's still only 21 years old. He's an excellent lyricist for somebody who's that age and that demographic because they don't really usually care about bars as much but he definitely brings them um we're only going to review like the deluxe tracks that we thought were highlights to keep it brief because 
we gotta watch the Sixers. They're back from the All Star game, baby. We gotta get, we gotta see Joel and Ben Simmons we balling out there. Gotta trust the process. Yeah, so you gotta trust our process as well. So, a couple of highlights for me. Um, first one, I think Sins, which was the first bonus, like one, the first deluxe track, track fourteen. Uh, the beat is pretty dope. Uh, Street Runner, throwback production name there. Um, very cinematic production. I like the sample. A lot of elements to the beat. The drums is knocking really hard. Lyrics got some gems. A lot of flexing too, but he is also humble as well. Like it's a lot of different dimensions to like his perspective on this song. Um, especially considering where he came from, East Side, 79th Street, Chicago. Um, the hook has a powerful, the hook, the message is powerful, but he doesn't really deliver it as emphatically as I want him to, um, or maybe as I would have liked him to. So that's the only thing that's holding it back. But still, four out of five, good song. Um, I like that song where you. I like that song with Lil Yachty on it called This and That. Oh, that is the most trash song. That is the most trash song. I never said it was good, but I like the song. It's, no, it's trash. I like the beat on it. It's like, um, uh, it reminds me of some old video game that I liked. I also like, did you say all your strengths? Or nah. what? You just said one? I'm going to say my other strength and just call it a night for here. The other one I like is Ride. That's just hard. Man. I do like Ride. Ride is Ride is Ride is a good song. I Her, like that. Herbo's like I like I really like him. He's a Chicago rapper that you know that that still he still got his roots. He didn't he didn't fly away. Um, excuse the phone. Um, he blowing up out here. Blowing up out here. The traps jumping. Yeah, trap jumping. Um, In the library, trap jumping tra- still. Yeah, trapping out the library. But uh, yeah, Herbo, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give my overall rating right now for this album. Just the bonus tracks, man. I think I like these bonus tracks better than the originals that came nah, out. Nah, you bugging. Some of them are great. Yeah, you bugging. Um, listen you to them bugging. again. Listen to them again. Uh, I'm going to give it... Oh, man, this is tough, man. It's tough, tough rating to give. You're not going to get this better than... <laughs> you're, you're definitely not going to get this better than Victory Lap. I hope not. I might have to close well, sub- the podcast. Substance-wise, man, I love what he's saying in some of these things. Like, There's a one track where he just goes in, where were the people where... Where were his people when they were out without him? Yeah, so I'm gonna give this a four out of five. Yeah, that song is oh that song I like that song. That was um what song was that? That was not never cared. It was it was done for me. It had the Wiz Khalifa the statement sample. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. the same same sample as that. That was a good song. I also liked uh, the song with Lil Dirk. I like Phonem. Um, nice drill style instrumental. Um, good flow on the verses. The um, Herbo did awesome getting Dirk on the hook for this because honestly his hook writing needs to improve. Uh, it's not very good most of the time. He's a rapper. Man. He's just bars. That's what that's what he's good at. Maybe you know he's young, so he'll get better. But he got he you know he knew that Dirk was the perfect fit for this. That is probably my favorite bonus track. But overall, I kind of disagree with you, man. A lot of these bonus tracks, I can see why he left them off the regular album. There's only a couple of like real good songs on. These bonus tracks. He left them off because he didn't want to embarrass the rest of the rappers because they're so oh, good. Oh, oh, and Shook. Shook is crazy. Shook is a crazy, crazy song. Yeah. Um, that song, it's got, four to, it's like the Fort of Fam instrumental, but it's grittier and he just goes off. Like his strength is just all bars and that's what he does on it. Um, as far as overall rating for the project, um, I wasn't really too impressed with it. Like I said before, there's some good songs, but I see why he left them off the original. Especially because the original was very impressive. 3.6 out of 5.
All right, time for song of the week. Um, song of the week. I mean, it's probably not gonna. What's be... your song of the week, man? <laughs> I don't think it's gonna be too much of a surprise, considering uh, the marathon member status that I have. It's gonna be one of the songs on the Nip album, and it's gonna be hard because I gave a lot of them five out. Of... I gave a very considerable amount of his songs a five out of five. But if I was to pick, you're giving one... all those songs five out of fives. Your eyes were rolling in the back of your head. No way. If I'm giving it, if I'm gonna give one song, song of the week. It's got to be dedication, only because Nip was, like, arguably better than K-Dot on his verse. And I will, f- I will argue that to the death. Um, I'm standing by that, for sure. Dedication, featuring Kendrick Lamar, Nipsey Hussle, track five on Victory Left. Uh, go purchase that album if you haven't already. Um, I don't think I need to say any more on that. My song of the week is a single from Tyler, the Creator, Ooh. and Kaylee Ukis. How do you say it? Ukis, Ukis probably? I think so. Yeah. Um, great song. Uh, just go listen to it. It's on iTunes. It's called After the Storm. All right. I'll definitely check that out. You know, I like, Ty- I, like, I'm not a huge Tyler the Creator fan. I'm not as big of a Tyler the Creator fan as, as my co host is here. I'm not even that big of a Tyler the Creator fan. Flower Boy is just all right to me. I think this Yeah, song, I agree with I'm that. I'm just digging this song. Uh, like, I'd like Tyler the Creator. I like some of his songs. I'm not like on the, I'm not like a odd feature fanatic or whatever, but, um, yeah, I'll definitely check that out. I haven't heard that one. But, um, yeah, so that's pretty much it. That's all we got for you guys. That'll do it for this week's episode of It's Really Good. Next week, we'll be going over, uh, probably, unfortunately, I don't really want to go over this, but the Takashi 6 9 album that's coming out. We got to review it only because of the clout. I can't believe I'm saying that, but we got to at least go over I it. I might not review it. Look, I'm going to review it just to be fair, and I'm going to try to be unbiased about it, but... Um, I don't really have too much high expectations for it. But other things, uh, we'll keep you in touch. We'll tweet them out. Um, shit is on iTunes now. So go listen to us on iTunes. Peace. SoundCloud. We out. Later.